Well, so much for my RV adventure. I'm going to talk about that on this edition of Rolling Home. Well, I mentioned in one of my earlier podcasts that after I bought my travel trailer, which was new to me, I realized I needed somewhere to keep it. So I put it in a storage unit, which at the time was a whole lot more than I wanted to pay, but I felt like that it was it was what was available at the time, and I just felt like I had to do something quickly. So after a few months, I continued to shop around, and I found a much, much cheaper option. The trailer wouldn't be inside, but it would be inside a inside a building, but it would be inside a fence behind a locked gate that was accessible only by people who had the code to access the storage facility. So I thought that that was good enough, and I saved myself a ton of money by moving it to this new place. And it was in the same town that I already had the trailer. It was just actually across town. Uh, actually, I thought that it would probably be safer because um, it was not on the edge of town, which stayed deep within the city limits. So anyway, I thought it would be a better option. I paid off my uh, rent at the current place where I had it stored and I proceeded to move it to the new location. Although when I first contacted the new storage unit uh, area, it, it uh, technically did not have any places for travel trailers, but the fellow who was running it at the time said he would make an accommodation. It was basically just parked inside the fence in an area that uh, didn't obstruct the traffic and I could easily uh, get it in and out. It was actually a little tighter than I had hoped for, but it worked. One of the reasons why I was able to maneuver the trailer so easily was that it had, had a large, I call them kind of caster wheels. I don't know what the proper name of it is, but a large wheel that connected onto the tongue of the trailer and it flipped up when it was not in use. But when I unhooked from my truck, I would put the wheel down and I could easily maneuver the trailer. So it made it relatively non-eventful in getting into a tight spot. I took the typical precautions. I locked uh, the outside uh, storage area that you know most travel trailers have. Although I think there'll be, if I think they're not that secure. You could easily pop off the the lock. And I removed some of the items inside the trailer, although not all of them. Uh, most of them I did did leave in the trailer. I unhooked the propane tank and put it inside. I actually left the battery on it, but I did take the propane tank off and put it inside. So anyway, I was happy to save money and put it in what I felt like was a um, secure location, signed the paperwork, and I was done. One of the things that did cause me a bit of concern, but I tried not to think about it too much, was the fact that this new location did not have cameras. The old location had numerous cameras, had cameras 
uh, at the entry. It had cameras throughout the facility. But once again, I thought being behind a fence, it would, would not be an issue. And I was to find out that that actually was a little bit more important than I thought. Now, there was something kind of unusual about the situation when I transferred it over to the new location, but at the time, I really didn't think that much about it. The fellow that was running it, you know, they have people at a lot of these places, these big storage units, they had a property on site where this fella uh, resided. Uh, I think it was part of his pay, you know, that he stayed on site in this little apartment kind of building that also served as the office area. And he had told me when I brought it, I was, you know, trying to be, um, trying to get to know the guy because I think it's always, uh, you know, better when you, when you, work at knowing someone and uh, they can kind of act like they kind of know you I feel like they watch out for you a little better but anyway he told me that uh, he he had been there for I don't know I think he said he'd been there like doing it for seven years or so but he was soon going to be relocating to another state so I just kind of filed that away and later I came back to think more about it after he had kind of explained his future plans so anyway a few days passed and of course, you know, the trailer had been relocated and it has not been used since the time. Basically, just set it up and left it. But I'd say maybe, oh, four, four to six days had passed. And I was in my office uh, one Monday morning and I got a call from the manager at the uh, storage facility. And the guy that I told you was relocating, he had already left. In fact, when I paid for my, my storage fee and, and took the trailer over to the new location, he was literally on his last couple of days uh, serving there at, at, in that position. He was getting ready to relocate, like I said, to another state. But anyway, I got a call from a new manager who was a temporary manager. He, he asked my name, and I verified that, and he said, uh, did you do you happen to take your trailer out this weekend? I was just checking our inventory, and I said no, I haven't haven't taken it out. He said that's what I was afraid of. He said your trailer is gone, and so <laughs> I was like, my trailer's gone. So of course I jumped in my truck and went over there, and sure enough, the trailer had been stolen. Uh, the guy felt real bad. Uh, particularly since he had just started his job. Of course, it wasn't his fault. But the police you know, were called. In fact, when I got there, the police were there. And they asked me questions. They were asking him a bunch of questions. And so this kind of started the whole process of trying to figure out what happened, when it happened. And the best they could tell, it had happened late on a Saturday night over the weekend. You know, I said he called me on a Monday morning. It had happened like, uh, like, around 11 o'clock midnight, early morning, Saturday to Sunday. Although the, the storage facility didn't have a camera, one of the apartment complexes that you had to kind of go past uh, to get to the storage facility did. And they were able to dig out a photo from the apartment complex and identify a pickup truck that had uh, stolen a trailer. 
spoke to the police, made a police report. Uh, it was entered into a national database. The new manager was was great. Uh, he worked with the police to identify the clock in uh, the 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 key in and key out of all the different people during that time frame that the trailer went missing. And come to find out, the previous manager had apparently given out the code to a lot of people that didn't necessarily have names attached to them. And so, of course, the they, they checked out all the people who keyed in and keyed out during that time time period and uh, you know they couldn't find any anything any problem with any of those people but of course there were also a number of key in and key out of um, um, of people that did not have a name attached to it and they feel like that that was probably the people who stole stole my trailer uh the photo of the security camera i mean was good to have and it worked for the police to kind of put it out well, come to find out in speaking with the police, there had been a rash of trailer thefts. And this apparently had been going on for quite a few months. And it wasn't just travel trailers, uh, but it was like, oh, uh, cargo trailers and flatbed trailers, as well as a few travel trailers like mine. And, you know, we, you, you watch the news, but you don't notice this stuff until it affects you. But I, I vaguely remember that now that there were some things that were put on TV, uh, on the news about some trailers being stolen. And so the police, the police did their investigation and they talked to several people, both locally and uh, in other places. They felt like that they had some leads on, but nothing ever, ever came up. So, <laughs> my, my travel trailer had been on one trip. I spent several thousand dollars equipping it with all kinds of goodies. And they were all in the trailer. And uh, one weekend, it was just gone. Several months later, I, I was contacted by the police. And they said that it was still in the database, but nothing had showed up. And they didn't feel like that it ever would. So, that was that. And of course, you know, like most people, I was really annoyed and aggravated, uh, upset that I would be violated in that way. But at the same time, after talking with my wife, we decided, you know what, we're not going to let this get us down. We're just going to, we're just going to buy, uh, we're just going to buy another trailer or another RV of some sort, and we're going to continue along this journey that we had started. Here I had researched for a number of years, looked all over the place, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, for this for this trailer that was practically brand new when I bought it, and someone else liked it too because it, uh, in the blink of an eye, it was gone. Uh, back just real quickly about the fellow who located out of state. I had a theory. Police checked it out and said nothing. Said nothing was. Um, they couldn't find any connection, but it. Did, this guy was telling me when when I was checking in and paying my, my fee for the storage and everything, he said that he was a little concerned about moving. He, he wanted to move, I think it was closer to his children or something. I don't know. He was a single guy. But um, he was concerned about finding a place to live. And now I look, you know, I think back and think, hmm, I wonder if my trailer was the place to live. Maybe he got somebody to, to take it with him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to 
be like a, I'm into conspiracy theories or anything, but I figured the trailer made its way up into the deer woods, maybe somewhere never to be seen, or it's been, I don't know, taken taken apart for parts or something. But uh, uh, it's it's certainly gone, and it'll it'll never return. Well, and that's really all I had to share in this episode. It's kind of depressing. Uh, next episode of Rolling Home, I want to talk a little about what I did about this situation. Today's words of wisdom come again from the Bible. I want to read to you from Matthew six nineteen to 20 the New American Standard. It says this, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But rather store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. Well, thanks for joining me for this edition of Rolling Home. And don't forget to subscribe, like this podcast. It helps get the word out about it.